So what is your feeling? Uh, to me, knowing mm. you and just being a dude, yeah. it sounds like you were just a little bit in your feelings. That's a friend of yours. You feel mm. like, damn, you're my boy. Like, something weird's going on. I don't know what it is. What's up? It sounds like you're just basically yeah. on a record yeah. asking your friend, yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah, the breakdown is this. Yeah, because, you know, I, for me, that was that's what hip-hop is about. Like I said, tell your truth, tell your story. That whole song is just my truth. It's more of a question. It's more of a, like... like like waking up, like yo, what, like, yo, how do we? Or how do we end like, up here? Not even end up here, but like, why don't we converse? What that? Like, what? then I think, like, I know, you know, we both. That's why I say in the song, like, we both been through a lot of shit, and I think people thought the best business between me and him. Mm -hmm. No, we're looking too far into the line. We both been through a lot of shit as far as we know who my man been throughout his career. You should be nervous, boy. Bay back ride. I'm duck low behind them curtains, boy. And I got my feet up. Young nigga sitting comfy, though. Backwoods, 10 grams. We blowing heavy smoke. Left cash money. Then I went back to the home team. Had to find my way. I had to tap into the old me. Never read my comments on the gram, man. Y'all don't know me. Say you putting numbers up, huh? You gotta show me. Snoop said, get these niggas. So I'ma get them, dog. One house, 10 bitches. That's how I'm living, dog. Strip club, 10 bands. To watch them take it off. She don't fuck. Real shit a nigga been through All that shit they write about me Y'all think that it's true See I'm too rich to be depressed And I don't fuck with the press Yeah, smoke cause I'm stressed OG nothing less We at Tito Burrow when them planes touch down Balenciaga runners on my feet When I touch ground Gotta watch your circle It's a circus, niggas turn clowns Go ahead with all that fake love shit I know what's up now Gotta watch these hoes nowadays They all wanna be famous And then she make it past the lobby She's signing a statement Because these hoes nowadays Attacking niggas who famous You see Russell and the Weinsteins I ain't catching them cases Roll up That's a brand new single from Bow Wow Drunk off Ciroc Bow Wow's back Bow Wow ain't playing with y'all no more Shad Moss the legend is here To reclaim the throne <laughs> Let me stop playing. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. You can find this show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast. And while you're there, you can find three other amazing podcasts as well. Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman, Black Mary Fly with Candace Denae and Troublemaker, and Government Name Podcast with Cole Jackson and Shogun. You can also find this podcast, The Social Introvert, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Uh, let me see. What do I want to talk about today? What do I want to... Y'all already know. Y'all pretty much know by the, the beginning of the show what I'm about to talk about. Uh, but before that, <clears throat> I just want to address something. It kind of annoyed me over the weekend, and, I, and it's still annoying me. Friday... Uh, March 16th, Currency was supposed to drop back at Bernie's, the sequel to Weekend at Bernie's. And so I, I was excited. I was hyped. I'm like, all right, man, Stroke of Midnight, the album about to drop. I don't want nobody bothering me. I'm about to just chill, stay at home, and just have the, the damn headphones glued to my ears, whatever. Um, the Stroke of Midnight came. And no back at Bernie's. Nowhere. I even checked that piff because that was gonna it was gonna show up there for streaming and buying um purposes. But that wasn't even up there. All you see is well, the artwork's up there. All you see up there is coming soon. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So I was like, oh, okay. I said, he'll probably drop it, um, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I said, it, it'll probably drop um, somewhere early in the morning. So I went to sleep, woke up, and still no currency back at Bernie's. I said, what the fuck is going on? Checked his social media, saw nothing. Um, so I was like, whatever. <clears throat> so I was like, whatever. And uh, so I went to go see what else had released. I know Sango um, released a new album called In the Comfort Of. That's a dope album. Check that out. Um, Trade the Truth and Drop Hometown Hero. Um, it's not really good at all. XXX Tentacion dropped the question mark album. Hey, quiet is kept. Um, you know what? I, I never really had an issue with XXX Tentacion besides how weird he looks and what I don't know. That's a talented kid, man. Um, I like that album. I know Chuck Strangers dropped Consumers Park. Uh, that's his debut project. Truck. Uh, Chuck Strangers is part of Pro Era with Joey Badass and, you know, Nick Caution and Kirk Knight, whatever. Dope project. Um, Bishop Nehru came back around. Matter of fact, real quick about Bishop Nehru. Um, I know I, I teased an album that he had dropped. It was an intro track that I played on this podcast. Um, I think it was Bishop Nehru's New Groove. It's supposed to be like in the, the same theme of the Disney movie or whatever. It's dope project. But uh, he finally dropped a project that was highly anticipated called Elevators Act 1 and 2. Great project. Um, I was listening to more of the Aaron Ray album. I love that. I love that fucking album. And Illa G dropped an EP. It was a, it was a collab EP that him and Sean Price were working on prior to his death. And there weren't any news about it, like if it was finished or not. That unexpectedly dropped. It's like eight tracks. Uh, the project is called Metal Detectors. Dope project. And plus, I got super excited. I forgot everything about Currency as soon as I saw Illogy and Sean Price. Now, um, so I'm still checking. Still checking. I saw no, no fucking Currency back at Bernie's. So I'm getting irritated at this point. So I was like, all right, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Um, I go check and I was like, all right, check the scene for, for more new releases. Um, West side gun and Conway re-released Griselda ghost. Um, if you're familiar with the Griselda boys, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Oh, and black milk, Detroit producer and rapper dropped his, um, long-awaited project fever that project is great I, I fucking love that album too so pretty much i can just say i was occupied all day friday and saturday i actually called out friday and feel like going in um so i was occupied all friday and saturday morning still no fucking currency so i'm a little irritated and as you can tell, like I've already stated how much I'm a, you know, big currency fan. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
I know I'm complaining and and I know most of y'all probably don't care, but I'm a huge currency fan. I'm expecting for him to drop a project. I think the only other time where there was like a, a pushback or no announcement when the album was actually supposed to drop was his debut album when he was signed to Young Money because he's the first Young Money signee. And oh, and there was a second time whenever he was signed with Dame Dash when he was getting ready to drop Muscle Car Chronicles and Muscle Car Chronicles got shelved. But when he went independent, he he released it uh, somewhere around like 2010 or 2011. I'm not sure. But it just it fucking irritated me because I'm like, dog. Where's back at Bernie's? And I know he has like this label merger deal with. I think it's with Atlantic now because I, I believe he ended it with Warner Brothers and moved to Atlantic. So Atlantic has this thing where they like to just bullshit with people's albums and just push the date back. So I don't know what's going on. I'm confused at this point, even though all these other projects came out and I was well occupied. Some were great and some were like, uh, eh, could have been better. I was more anticipated to listen to Currencies Back at Bernie's. But anyway, I'm not going to prolong on that. You know, I, it, when it comes out, it'll come out hopefully before the end of this month. Um, I watched a few other programs on Netflix just to catch up. Um, But before I get into what I watched on Netflix, the uh, the Lost Confessions interview with OJ Simpson. Um, I didn't even watch it when it premiered on Fox. I waited till they threw it up on YouTube. The whole entire episode is on YouTube. Um, I know I used to troll a lot about OJ, and I was like, oh, yeah, that nigga innocent. He ain't killed that white woman. I used to joke a lot about the whole OJ murder trial, everything, whatever. And I'm like, man, he innocent. Let it go. Man, now that I watch that, out of all the other documentaries, the, the FX miniseries they did and uh fam i think oj is somewhat of a sociopath or like uh what is it called is it dsd the dissociative um dissociative disorder like the i think is the disorder with the split personalities like uh, because every time where the the, inter, the interviewer kept pushing him to uh, give more details, he was using one specific little word, which was like, um, well, hypothetically and hypothetical this, hypothetical that. And he just kept saying, well, hypothetically, because he was pulling from what he um, was saying in the book that he wrote. If I did it, uh, that he put out years ago that I don't know, <laughs> I don't see how you would do that. But anyway, a little further into the interview, he brings up somebody by the name of Charlie. I don't know who the fuck Charlie is. And that right there kind of clicked in my brain. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is a sociopath. Like, who is Charlie? And I'm guessing Charlie is OJ Simpson. And uh, 
I, I guess whatever's going on in OJ's brain is a lot more deep rooted than we ever thought. Um, doesn't give the excuse for him doing what he did. And he's talking about, oh, Charlie gave me the knife and this happened and that happened with, you know, stabbing um, Nicole Brown Simpson's uh, boyfriend at the time. And then picking the knife back up and then going to do what he did to Nicole Brown Simpson. And pretty much what he was saying is <clears throat> after he would attack her boyfriend, he would take the knife <clears throat> and go on to attack Nicole. After attacking Nicole, he would pick the knife back up and go attack the boyfriend. And I was like, okay, he did it. He just confessed to it. He pretty much confessed to the murder. So, um... I don't know, man. All I want to say about that is I apologize for trolling that OJ case. Like, right. I'm just sitting there like, yo, what the fuck did he just say? And I kept rewinding it because I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, no way. And, you know, throughout history, everybody was like, oh, OJ did it. Yeah, he did it, man. He, you know, that man ain't innocent. I'm sorry for trolling. Like, I, I always believed he did it. But then it's like, well, damn, if he's been innocent for this long. He couldn't have done it. Um, not the way he described that whole crime scene. That I don't know, man. Um, I'm completely mind fucked off of that. But anyway, uh, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. And I'm here to tell you a little about my show. It consists of all things media regarding music news, music rumors, and I also do music album reviews. And I also play the latest and the greatest from underground and emerging artists that are making their way towards mainstream stardom. And then some that are just getting their feet wet. They're not quite there. But hey, it's all about support. And I also do reviews on the latest blockbuster film that just released in theaters, as well as a Netflix and a Hulu special that's out. So go on over to bynkradio.net slash podcast. Scroll down to the social introvert. I'm also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Isid Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S on both Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, you can send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Now back to the show. So uh, real quick about m movie monsters. Like I, I want to talk about movie monsters, specifically like Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Wolfman. All of that. Okay. Now, an unpopular opinion with me, most people look at me crazy when I say every single Dracula movie to me sucks, except the original from like 1930 something or whatever. I think every single Dracula movie is just garbage. Um, I'm glad that nobody has done The Bride of Frankenstein yet. I'm pretty sure that's coming. Uh, well, a remake. I, the original, yeah, the original's great. Um... Uh, Wolfman, great. And these are all black and white movies. I'm I'm young, so to me, when I look back at it and I watch it, is just to see how shit was done back then. It's, it's just dope to see that. And uh what what was the other one? Um Frankenstein, yeah. Now <clears throat> let me see. Oh yeah, I, I like I love the fuck out of Van Helsing, the one with Hugh Jackman. But yeah, real quick, 
I've seen one too many Frankenstein adaptions, and it needs to just stop. Just just stop the shenanigans. I'm sick and tired of it. There's a show on Netflix called The Frankenstein Chronicles, I believe. Watched a few episodes. Uh, they have two seasons up already. I wasn't thrilled in the least bit. I was not impressed. It's about an agent that's hunting down this guy who has this uh, infatuation with body dismemberment. But, um, and I don't know. Like, every single adaption of Frankenstein I've seen sucks. It's terrible. Except, you know what? I do like the Frankenstein from uh, Van Helsing. The one that came out, like, a little over 10 years ago. The one with Hugh Jackman. I really like that Frankenstein for some reason. I don't know why. Um, But every single time they've, you know, Hollywood has, like, yeah, we're going to do, like, a, a Frankenstein movie. Um, I haven't been thrilled. I haven't seen I, Frankenstein. Um, I don't like the Frankenstein from, like, 92 at all. I think that sucks. Um, but other than that, I just want somebody to get it right because I say, I say, I want to talk about movie monsters because Frankenstein is one of my favorite fucking movie monsters ever. For some odd reason, I just like the story. I like what it stands for. I like the meaning. I, I, I don't know. Um, I just hope somebody gets it right. And I hope someone decides to do Bride of Frankenstein and please, I Please, I pray that y'all get that right, too. Uh, <laughs> I just get real irritated when, like, it just seems like Hollywood doesn't take the time to do shit when it comes to movies in general, like movie makeup or costumes like Marvel and DC and um, and the movie monsters, which I'm talking about now, uh, like different creatures in movies like I've seen young kids and teenagers and people like my age are slightly younger at like comic cons and different uh, different conventions that are their makeup and their costume design shits on anything that I've seen from Hollywood's standards. Like I don't I don't know what it is. Y'all need to hire these kids. I keep saying that it's over for y'all old niggas. Just hire these kids. Uh, hire the young cats. And put them in the seats. Y'all need to go. Y'all suck. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I was just pissed off watching it. Because I watched about five episodes. And I'm like what the fuck is going on. But yeah it's called. The Frankenstein Chronicles. It's Trididididididash. Um, and. I just suggest y'all don't. Waste y'all time watching it. Uh, there's. Another show on Netflix. I don't know why it took me this long to watch it. Big Mouth. Animated TV series on Netflix. Um, it's animated, but your children should not watch the show. It's very raunchy, crude, um, ignorant. <laughs> it's uh, it's Family Guy, Cleveland show on steroids. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, but yeah, I think they're coming out with a new season this summer, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm excited about that. I, man, I fucking love Big Mouth. I didn't know it was that funny. Um, 
I actually watched maybe one or two episodes, but I wasn't paying attention to it. But I, I sat down and I watched the entire thing and fam. Yeah, I suggest anybody that that's grown and adult and can take all of the, the ignorant and offensive jokes, watch Big Mouth on Netflix. But yeah, um also want to talk about Tory Lane's leaking the video between him and Travis Scott about the shoot the fade on one another on Tory's tour bus. Um, <laughs> uh, I seen Travis just standing there, man, just, just taking it all in, um, had the nerve to come on Tory's bus and Tory had to show him that he was about that action. Now there's been some rumors going on throughout the years that, oh man, Tory sounds like Bryson Tiller, which he really fucking doesn't. Um, or Tory sounds like Travis Scott and Tory sounds like Drake and t whatever. So I don't know the real details behind it, but I know Travis walked on the bus and wanted to see what it is with Tory Lanez. And this is an old guy. I mean, I've been seeing this, but it was the fact that Tory even released a video. Tory's in the video like, yo, everybody off the fucking bus, everybody off the bus. Uh, so we could so we could shoot the fade with one another. Uh, Travis is like, no, nah, nobody leave the bus. Which I'm like, bruh, I'm like, no, nah. it's like Tory want to get it in. You want to get it in with you, man. Shoot the fade with him one time. Um, but nothing happened in the video or whatever. Southside of 808 Mafia just came out and just called Tory a bitch ass nigga and just you can find the video I think on his Instagram I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube by now but basically just calling Tory out of his name and threatening him and saying oh we always got Travis's back which I don't know why a man is stepping in for another man to fight his battle for him because it seemed like I don't know <laughs> it's not my fight but uh I don't get why Tory just finally leaked the video. I don't know if it was uh, to boost album sales, which memories don't die. Great album. Great album. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't know, man. This shit, Cameron was right. Rap game is WWE. It's a bunch of fucking shenanigans. Stop it. But anyway, uh, Southside, I guess, wants some... He wants some action with Tory Lanez. I'm, and that's the end of that. Uh, I haven't heard anything else beyond that story, but we'll see what happens. Um, another story. Can, well, we know about this. Deces and Mero <clears throat> uh, were talking about DJ Envy and his wife and was basically saying that uh, Envy's wife is there. To, you know, she gets the checks and. Just a whole bunch of crazy, you know, Deces and Mero. For anybody that watches them or knows about their podcast and the show on, I think it's on Vice, if I'm not, or no, or Revolt. Don't quote me on that. Either, I think it's either Vice or Revolt. But um, they were on The Breakfast Club and uh, <laughs> MV had to check them about talking about his wife, which. They didn't really say anything bad. They just said, like, she collects his checks, which if it was me, I would have been like, yeah. And so what? But I I guess 
due to the fact like throughout the years of him having an affair with his wife and all the bullshit and him having to go on the breakfast club to get her back on air um he's really sensitive to that so i kind of i kind of felt him and i think meryl i think meryl's the one who has a wife and, and i think like two kids so I'm pretty sure he understood. Desus doesn't have a wife and kids, so I'm pretty sure he was just all for the trolling. But he was like, we didn't really say anything like too crazy. And um, Envy was just pissed off to the point where he got up and walked out of the interview. Like he was really mad. And Envy, uh, I think TMZ caught up with Envy and I wish I had the clips. I didn't have time to do it. But Envy was saying that... uh. I wanted to show Deces and Mero that I was really upset. I'm like, you did. And I'm like, you checked them. Like, you you really checked them and let them know, yo, they were wrong for doing that. You didn't have to get up and just walk out of the interview. But um, I, I like the jokes that, that are coming from Charlemagne saying that Envy has beige rage, light-skinned nigga rage, or <laughs> whatever. But, um... I don't know. Deces Amaro, Charlemagne, uh, Jack Thriller, j- all the niggas that just troll just to troll. Like, do you expect that? Me, I wouldn't have gotten mad. I'm like, okay, yeah, my wife gets my checks, so what? There's also another video that leaked online um, of Bow Wow getting rushed and jumped by a future associate. I, I guess it was a future associate. Um, this future associate or whatever leaked it. And according to Bow Wow, the video was edited and, you know, trimmed down. I don't know. Uh, matter of fact, he ended up going to a dash radio to have an interview with Clinton Sparks. Um, I have a clip. The clip runs a little long, but um, he tells the story, how it went down and everything. Check it out. What happened when you were backstage and, Jay-Z and that random dude come and hit you, what was his uh, name? We ain't Something. Gonna say his name. Hey, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, whoever, 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 I don't know who he is. Why do you see a dude with a red shirt come and try to hit you? Because all he want is clout. This the real story. So we had the Jay Z concert, right? So we going backstage. We about to go to the Duce Lounge. Now I don't like to put no names in it. Timberland was there, can vouch for this. Tank was there, he can vouch for this. And I believe Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy was at the show, right? So we coming back. The whole time we see Buddy. He like, if I'm walking straight and he, somebody walking across like this wall, he come in, don't even punch. You come in with that much force from way over here, I'm supposed to be laid the fuck out. He come with some type of like weak ass like shoulder something. So when I go down, first thing I do, and you see when I go down, I grab him by the jeans to pull him down with me. The camera go off at that moment. My homeboy played for the Dolphins, grabbed him, watched the video, you see the mic grabbing, camera goes off. From that point on, he got fucked up all up and down the alley. I mean, down the corridor, the backstage, there was a girl, a young lady who was in the hallway mm-hmm. who, while this was happening. By the way, this shit was five months old. I, heard, oh, I saw the video. This is five months ago. I was going to address okay. it after, but the you video, said it was, the this video is five, five months, months ago. This is yeah. five yeah. months ago. I was going to say crazy. that too. And it's just, so it's just hitting the media today. Because no, just, he's trying to put a mixtape. So it's like, it, oh, yeah, you, I see this shit, shit is five. So you saw the tweet. The yeah, tweet. Yeah. I saw you come into the live and be like, yo, this shit's from five this years ago. 
y'all don't even know if the if the nigga got got already, mm-hmm. and we ain't saying shit mm. because we don't put what is going on online because we know or the attention to negativity. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna do that. Five months ago. You, it took you five months to sit on some bullshit to edit and like, come on, you had to cut it off. Because At first, I thought it was fake. Nah, because the way it goes to the legs and then I'm catches it. Yeah, it looked like it was set up. Because it's, so up. Wait, it's so like, hold on, let's bro, not show how he so, comes I mean, in. Not, I don't know who, so whatever weak. side, but I'm just saying when I looked at the video initially, I'm like, bro, yo, so yeah. weak. And then the, the the crazy part is, the girl says, "I'm backstage." This is on Twitter. This document. She's tweeting. She just didn't have a lot of followers that night, mm-hmm. but she tweeted the night of the while it was going like, oh shit. Oh, like mm-hmm. and <laughs> nobody caught it. Yeah. Nobody caught the tweet. So my role manager, we caught it. He screenshot it, saved it just in case. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much where it happened. He was like, "Yo, what's up with this future shit?" And I'm like, "I don't got no problem with future." Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up for you to even say another man's name. To defend if your this beef, man. Probably don't even feel like that. Why would you even do that? Like, well, that's what I was gonna ask next. What did he mean when he said? What's up with that? Because you can hear I'm him say, you, "What's up with that future?" I'm gonna tell you exactly what he means. Cause I'm not. I'm giving you what's real. He thought, like I told y'all earlier, a tweet that I tweeted out was for him, and it was not for him. For future, exactly. What was so that, that tweet? The tweet was for somebody else. It was not for him. What and was the, the tweet? What did you write in the tweet? The tweet was him because of the song that Future sing that you ain't even know it. I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm down there from Atlanta. With the rock. This there? record is big, mm-hmm. exactly. So on the tweet, I said, "Damn, had your girl in the Bahamas. Now I see you on the plane with her. Have my girl in the mouth. Damn, bro, you ain't even know it. Now mind you, it's my baby mama's birthday. Mm-hmm. He, I, you know, he bought her a gift, and so the media just went, "Oh, wait a minute, he might be mad about this. Let's go ahead and, yo, this is great." The media just started some shit. It was not about future. It was about uh, it was about somebody else, far from who, far from him. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with him. Nothing and, at all. And prior to that dude stepping to you, you didn't even know future or anybody in that camp was bothered by that tweet. Nah. You have a relationship with them with that camp? Nah. I mean, there's no need. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like everything is everything is everything. Like he talks to my daughter's mom, my my daughter's mom. You dig? Future so, does. Yeah. Okay. And I don't have a problem with that. Oh, like, so they like, thought you meant it because there's a connection between your baby's you mother. Go. So they thinking, okay, this would be a nice spin. Listen, man, I don't trip over no female that's not mine. She's mm-hmm. not mine. She mm-hmm. can talk to whomever she pleases. You know what I'm saying? I don't get in her mix. She don't get in my mix, and it's just like that. Mm-hmm. But that's where that whole thing backstage stemmed from. Yeah. Then it's an old video. Then the girl tweeted, I just seen Bow grab the chair. That was facts. When I got up, you know how the yellow jackets be backstage. Mm-hmm. I got her up. Yeah. The homies welling him down. I get the chair. Here I come. Bow. Mm-hmm. That's why the girl said, I just seen Bow. I cracked the nigga with a chair. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. he walking back here limping. Damn, he looking for his keys and his watch. The who that Damn, dude. he fucked oh, up, man. He was trying to run up out that motherfucker. Run up out of there. The motherfucker ran into a, a black curtain. With all the the, the tour cases, yeah. he didn't even know that shit was in there. <laughs> he was trying to get so it was so many motherfuckers on his ass. He was trying to get up and boom, ran into the shit and fell back down and then scurled into the audience yeah. and ran up out that motherfucker. End of the story. That's what really went down. And there's the fact. So yeah, and I believe this story that he told was around the same time period where he was um faking it for the gram, doing all. 
all of that crazy shit that was going on. I believe this is the same time period. I'm not for sure. I, f I forget when it happened, but um, <laughs> and if you're wondering why and you're like, well, why is this? Why are you talking about Bow Wow and oh, Bow Wow ain't nobody? It's just like, bro, I wanted to see from both sides and see what happened and what went down. Because I'm like, bro, it's a video of Bow Wow getting rushed by somebody, getting punched, and I want to know what happened. And I'm pretty sure Bow Wow, had, he has to have a story for this shit. So uh, there you go. And uh, later on in the interview, he also talked about the not not falling out with Chris Brown, but the uh, the disconnection of friendship with Chris Brown or why don't why they don't talk anymore and what's going on. Uh, we hadn't talked in some years, which is odd because I'm like, if you got my man's phone number, call him, hit him up. And he even in the interview, he even stated, he was like, yeah, I still got his number. And Clinton Sparks was like, hit him up call him <laughs> and Bow Wow just kept complaining about it Clinton Sparks sitting there looking at him Clinton Sparks would say man call that man hit him up y'all got each other's number but uh yeah I <laughs> that's a crazy story um I don't know who the girl he's talking about the I guess the one that was tweeting or what was going down uh, I didn't even take the time to dig that deep. I just wanted to know what the hell happened and why it happened. And I never known for Bow Wow in uh, future to have problems with each other. So I don't know why some dude was having an issue with Bow Wow about a tweet. Like I said, the rap game is WWE. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, anyway, here's a word from our sponsors. Android users. BYNK Radio just launched an app. That's right. If you've been listening to our radio station via internet on BYNKRadio.com, you can now go to your Google Play Store and download the app. It consists of artist spotlights, artist drops, as well as Indian underground hip-hop, a little bit of mainstream, and as of recent, we also added R&B and Neo Soul to the mix. So, go to your Google Play Store right now, right now, and download the BYNK Radio app. Now back to the show. So uh, Black Milk, Detroit producer and rapper, finally dropped his long-awaited project, Fever. Uh, it's been about, I want to say two, almost two and a half year hiatus. Uh, but he's back. I've been meaning to get around to this album. And front to back, 12 tracks. is It's amazing. I love this album. Um, and it seems like he's going in a different direction with his production style. This time it sounds... All right. For example, Odyssey. Odyssey is really upbeat, lighthearted, uh, jazzy, live instrumentation. Black Milk's Fever is a little darker, a little more street type of... Um, a little more street type of vibe to it. With live instrumentation. Uh, I'm still trying to take this all in. It came out a couple weeks ago. I'm just now getting to it. I've been meaning to get to it. But here we are. Uh, real quick. This is the second track off of the album. Called But I Can Be featuring Ab. Check it out. So in the AM. 
trying to paint a profound picture. Holding the brush, won't put it down till I put the right colors inside your sound system. You're now witnessing a child born out of smoke clouds and brown liquor without mixture. The colors black that's down in them. And now they say they can see the angels surrounding them. But I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. Table, the plot sticker on how to get to the crown quicker. Heaviest your head, but now, nigga, you carrying a hundred extra pounds with you. Careful, who say they down with you? Smile with you, frown with you. I hear the sound of mom's voice saying, Watch who you keep around with you. Know that angel surrounding you. But I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. That's But I Can Be by Black Milk featuring Ab off of the brand new album Fever. You can get it on Apple Music and Google Play. Yeah, um, I don't know why I'm just getting around to this album. I've seen it plastered on blogs two dope boys just everywhere and i'm like all right i'm gonna listen to it today and then another day passes and then i'm like all right i'm gonna listen to it this weekend and finally after about two weeks i'm listening to this album and it's it's dope i fucking love this album the next artist uh she's a female rapper she goes by the name of gavlin and basically uh, came up off of youtube fame and she was posting just a lot of, you know, freestyle videos. And this goes back, I want to say, 06, 07. And she got picked up. And I believe in the same year she got picked up by an underground label by the name of, I think, I believe it's, orga- yes, Organized Threat. Sorry about that. Organized Threat is the underground label. And she went on to put out a uh few other projects and they're pretty decent but she's back with a new project called headspace pretty dope project really laid back real chill uh something to to really vibe to uh here's one of the tracks that i really like on there called calling check it out To the function, looking sweeter than a honeydew. Think your ways and make my mark, yeah, something like the legends do. Then again, there's no rules to this, now you gotta fake it out. How I get that really, if you really wanna make it out. Yes, the possibilities is looking around the corner now. I'm so motivated, I've been waiting just to kill the cloud. I've been searching high and low, this inspiration, what I found. Thankful for the blessings, yes, the heavens, just stay looking down. Got me thinking for a minute, like when it was all so different, right? But now I'm coherent, so everything that touched my soul I ain't never gonna turn to stone. Ben Jones and in my bones. When they calling, I'm not home. Leave a voicemail at the tone. 
Oh yeah, they calling, they calling for me. 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 Lately, is just ringing so much like I hear them talking there. All I know is I'm about to show, but like I got no fear. See them trying to reach me, please believe me, hear them loud and clear. Notice what they want, and yes, I listen, cause I volunteer, right? Yeah, I volunteer twice, like I'm in this shit for life. Since the moment we cross eyes, since the moment I seen light in this shit and I felt to relate. Knew I never stopped, never felt to debate. Hell yeah, can't push it when I felt the hate. Only thing that can be going is belief and faith. You couldn't hold me back if you tried, bitch. I cut you up like a savage. It's embedded in me like a nervous twitch. But I'm never switched, cause I got an itch that I'm making flinch. And once I get the pitch, that they try to ditch and go and flap their lips. Now they see my sis, should I found my niche. And we in this bitch. We in this bitch. Oh yeah, they calling, they calling for me. That's Calling by Gavlin off of her brand new project, Headspace. You can get it on Apple Music. Yeah, I've been following her since like the early stages of YouTube when YouTube was like super duper shitty. So (laughs) shout out to her. Um, Still doing her thing, man. She's also featured on a YouTube series called Colors. And uh, on Colors, they pick a specific artist to perform a, a live version of a song. I guess they've... It had... Some artists on there, man. Uh, a few up and comers too, as well. Underground. Uh, they've had Tom Mish. They've had, I believe, Gracie Hopkins. Which Gracie Hopkins had one of my favorite projects, actually my top favorite project of 2017. And uh, she's on there too. I think she's one of the the recent artists that they they featured on there. So um, big up to her. Uh, the next artist is Victoria Monet. She just dropped a project called Life After Love Part 1. And uh pretty dope. I like it. And uh she's actually been featured on a lot of Eric Bellinger's projects. She's a frequent collaborator with Eric Bellinger. She's on Born to Sing Volume 3. Um I believe she is on Eric B for President 2. Um, Malibu Nights, she's like backup vocals on that song. And matter of fact, there's one album, and I believe it's, yeah, Lupe Fiasco's Drogas Light. There's a song called Kill featuring Ty Dolla Sign. She's singing, singing along with Ty Dolla Sign on that song. And um, she, I, I like her voice, man. She's pretty dope. But anyway, here is a song from Life After Love Part 1. The song is called Next Thing. And the second half is Bet You Didn't Know. Check it out. If you did right, you 
fucking option But you know that these niggas wait in line And they hold them numbers up like they at the fucking auction That them girls that send you pictures be looking at my Insta So they can get the post But you know that I'd really up and leave Cause you don't deserve a thing Hope it's fucking up your whole night That's Next Thing and Bet You Didn't Know by Victoria Monet off of her brand new project, Life After Love Part 1. You can get it off of Apple Music. That about wraps up the show this week for me, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 37 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, I want to give a quick shout out to Ignorant Philosophy. Wild and Woke, Crazy Town Podcast, and Random Tandem. I can't forget about the BYK Radio family, Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman, Black Mary Fly with Candice Nate and Troublemaker, and Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. <laughs> Real quick <laughs> about Government Name. Yo, Cole, Shogun, y'all need to do that shit every Sunday. That Going to the random spot, like, real quick, they went to McDonald's, I guess, I, I don't know, for some for some reason, and I think the other location they went to was Toys R Us, basically, just to get, like, a last-minute experience with, you know, Toys R Us. I mean, that's, that's the end of an era. They're closing down all stores nationwide, you know, kids ain't playing with toys anymore, they're watching... YouTube videos of kids playing with toys, which is very fucking peculiar and strange to me. I don't know why they do that. It's so odd. Um, but anyway, there there's a Toys R Us here. And I think I'm going to go to one, man, just to walk around and see what the fuck is up. And I might buy a few things. I don't know. I don't care, bro. It's Toys R Us. Like, that's where I got my fucking... Um, when PlayStation 2 first came out, they had a whole fucking section of PlayStation 2s ready to be, you know, just up for grabs for anybody to buy. And the first game I ended up buying was, um, matter of fact, it wasn't, I think it came with the PlayStation 2. It was a Tekken Tag Tournament. It was when everybody was going crazy over Tekken Tag Tournament. And um, my dad got it for me. So, yeah, man, that... And then I, I hold the PlayStation 2 near and dear to my heart, man. I love the fucking game console. So, yeah, man, it's just to see childhood memories just go the fuck away like that. It's just like, damn. But, yeah, um, like I said, shout out to Government Name Podcast for doing that. That was dope. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, <laughs> yeah. see yeah. you next week. Yeah. Hey. Peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cleaner than a whistle, never sloppy. Sloppy, my city know what's poppin'. They know I got shit locked, bitch. I'm in my own lane like I'm Project Papa. My competition out here running out of options. I do my own thing, I don't hurt nobody. I went to high school with Young Bari, I'm so mobby. I cut the middle man off, now I'm the plug. I'm in the studio finessing like it's drugs. And I got way too much in my mind frame for these bitch niggas playing mind games. I know everybody know what time it is, and I only switch when the time change. 
Yeah, you know like daylight savings, bitch, I'm up 24-7, there ain't no daylight savings, I got my mind right, baby, my grind right, baby, take off my jewelry and my aura still shine like crazy, when I get in a predicament, I call Rossi, that's my nigga rated R, if I need him, know he got me, what up, Doc D, that's my brother from another William shit, I just went and copped the crib, I'm about to hit the dealership, big spots, no roommates, bossed up, excuse me, when I drop this, mark your calendars, cause it's doomsday, best of all time flow, I don't use that loosely, I leave people with the man I really should've never Went in the soon face. It's a new race in a new space. Had to jump ship, make a great escape. I'm a fucking goat, but I'm not escape. Like my wedding date, I'ma cut the cake. I'ma break the bank if the bank breaks. See another day, gotta thank the great man above me. Annually, earn one mil at least. Every show fill them seats. Boss talk only, need a check when I speak. I wreck havoc on these beats. I chase my dream like a meek. I have a style that's so unique. Every verse I write complete. Better open up your checkbook from purchasing from me. So much gold that make my neck crook, but I don't mean a thief. I'm on my wave like the Great Barrier Reef Smooth like T-Carrier, Deep Barrier Do this for the streets, yeah I'm trill like Leak Trill like Lamb, sweat my words like Pictures you can see them when I say them My shit hot like Cajun food Freshly served, cliff bars How they hanging off of every word And these record labels more like financial aid Write some Radio.